0: Requiem for Nice, The French Riviera, by James Coburn. Presumably not the actor. This is, a. <laughs> I should note before I read it, this was written apparently as a response to the Bastille Day terrorist attacks in Nice, France. So it has nothing really to do with transporting or transportation or Frank Martin or Jason Statham, but... Just terrorism. Just terrorism, mostly. Smoke creeps already dead, so not afraid to die, collected from centuries of affliction. A redolence of graves hangs on stone and mortar, tipping steel bullets and the terrorist's tongue. Smoke creeps, I sing a song empowered by thunder and rivers of air. A dark fog passes low on the street. Pieces of smouldering angels gather in the mist, fallen families celebrate Bastille Day joy as bright as starlight meets rampaging eyes within truck lives lost but starlight remains on bodies covered gently by kind strangers, families, and friends love faces the smoke amid the lifting of souls, passing through the grime, clinging to itself okay, that was it that was it white Isis y'all white Isis uh you know it's interesting that that one mentions uh, well like smoke steel bullets and then uh, something about rampaging eyes within a truck yeah which honestly that's sounds like this movie sounds like the transporter yeah so maybe they the terrorists got the idea from the transporter to that would their, make sense do their terrorism it was all inspired by the attack on statham's house <laughs> yep, yep. The, the secret missiles the, goddamn that flew Stinger into the missile. <laughs> they had fucking beasts drawn on front of them <laughs> goddamn snaggletoops and shark heads yep i mean you got to make every rocket look individual yep. and cool and unique right how i mean if it's a it's a guidance missile is coming flying at your head to how else are you going to intimidate your fucking opponent you, know? then you gotta put a shark right. face on it. it's it's all psychological, you know mm-hmm. it's like this is the last thing you're gonna see before you die uh-huh staring down the the barrel of a shark teeth <laughs> rocket <laughs> knowing knowing that like, you met your fucking doom at the hands of shark man the rocket man shark, uh, i don't know <laughs> i assume he's like a world famous like terrorist rocketeer. henchman yeah <laughs> rocketeer you gotta have the... It's it's really complicated work guiding those missiles. Uh-huh. I'd assume you fire it, and then you bring up, like, a little uh, D-pad thing. I was thinking of, like, 007 Nightfire, when you would fire the Sentinel missile and use the, the, I guess it was, like, the right stick or whatever to control the missile. See, and I was thinking Metal Gear Solid, the Stinger missiles, oh, okay. you can guide them. I'm a Bond man, he's a snake man. Uh-huh. I well, like big, hard snakes. And that, we bond over our snakes. <laughs> Crossing our snakes. Yeah, before we watched the transporter, we both pulled our dicks out and we wrapped them around each other like a double helix. Yeah, it, it looked very similar to uh, the handshake scene in Predator. Yeah. Between Arnold. there, there was the same meaty slap noise. Yep. Mine yep. was black. Yep. It's very muscular. Uh, yeah. I've, you've heard of black face. I wear a black dick. <laughs> Every day. Oh. Get out of the shower. I'm like, let me let me blacken this Let's up. Spray it down. Get some that's some fucking self-tanner or whatever the critics consensus of the transporter on rotten tomatoes just says the transporter delivers the action at the expense of coherent storytelling yeah i have no idea what the fuck was going on in this movie i thought it was pretty simple it was there was uh human trafficking,s and from stopped them i guess yeah that's pretty much it yeah i mean anytime the cop was on screen going Goddamn Inspector Clouseau Yeah, I couldn't understand what this guy was talking about He was talking too damn fast Talking about hamburgers Right, if you're gonna talk in a real fucking ridiculous fucking French accent Like your goddamn SNL character I need to understand what you're saying I gotta understand You gotta slow it down for us American audience members I'm not from the south of France I'm from the south of fucking America And not (laughs) South America I'm talking about the US fucking Confederate States (laughs) The heartland of fucking Dixie. Yep, that's always always showing up with your goddamn Confederate flag yeah. hat, uh, <laughs> trucking and fucking, wearing a goddamn Confederate soldiers' uniform. <laughs> yeah, full fucking regalia. <laughs> I actually dug up Stonewall Jackson's fucking skeleton. <laughs> he was buried in his fucking army suit. I took it from his ass. Because he didn't fucking deserve it no more. Yeah, you want to go dig up some fucking, like, Confederate soldier graves and, like, steal their Confederate medals and stuff and then, like, sell them for money? Yeah, let's do collectors some fucking duggery, dog. Yeah, dude, collectors will probably pay big bucks yeah, for that. Yeah, Mark Furman from the fucking OJ trial, he mm-hmm. had a bunch of Nazi memorabilias. See, yeah. So there's gotta be some guys around here buying up fucking... Confederate shit. Yeah, Robert E. Lee's fucking old skeleton beard. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. You put some beard oil in that motherfucker, it's probably good as new. Yeah, do you just slap it on yourself. <laughs> That's the noise it makes when you slather beard oil on your I'm a, beard that you stole off a skeleton. I'm going to make a necklace out of Stonewall Jackson's penis bone. <laughs> just wear it around my fucking neck. Stone cock Jackson? Yep. Was Stonewall Jackson black? Uh, yeah. Stonewall, Stonewall L. Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Actually, doing a, a movie about him. Samuel Jackson's going to play him because it's apparently his great, 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 yep. great grandson. Stonewall L. Jackson. Yep. Motherfucker! <laughs> I've had it with these motherfucking slaves being motherfucking freed. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, that's how it happened. Uh, if I knew more about Civil War history, I'd, I'd, I'd do some Sam Jackson jokes, but I don't know. Yes, they deserve to died you know. about Bull Run or Antietam? I don't know, man. I didn't pay attention. I learned that that was fifth grade, man. All I know is like a bunch of motherfuckers died at Gettysburg. Yeah, and there's a Gettysburg Horror Convention coming up soon, and the sax player from The Lost Boys is going to be really. <laughs> oh, we got to go, dude. We got to get Travis and go fucking meet him, dude. Tim Capello or whatever. <laughs> my friend I still believe. My friend Kelsey texted me that and I was like, "Oh my god, my friend well, Travis is going to lose his fucking shit, dude." What the fuck, dude? Gettysburg Horror Convention? Some shit like that, she said. Oh, man. I was trying to look dude, it up when the Frenchman was on the Pop, TV. Pop Rock and Horror, May 31st. Dude. Gotta, gotta oh, hit up Travis. Like, gotta go see your sax, man. The Eisenhower Complex. Doesn't have a list of guests. Probably like, go to a Facebook oh, page Oh, there we or go. Something. Facebook page. Pop Rock and Horror. The Eisenhower Hotel. I mean, look, that's a hop, skipping a jump up the highway, right? Yeah, dude, it ain't far. Who we got? Louis Teague, director of Cujo and Alligator. Oh, we can go ask him about gators. Dude, yep. Yeah, what you know about gators, Louis? Yeah, gators, boy. Need to learn about these gators. Tell me about them gators. Yeah, unfortunately, right. I won't be able to get off work on that Friday. Jason Statham's going to be there? Yep, in gator regalia. In <laughs> gator regalia. I'm playing as a I'm gator. doing a remake of Gator. But Reynolds Gator. <laughs> you want to guess the tomato meter score of the transporter? Transporter, uh? forty-three mm, uh, percent. No, fifty-four. Okay, yeah, a little right. ten off. Yeah. Uh, well, here you go. Since uh, you and the consensus found the storytelling to be incoherent, here's the movie info, as described by Rotten Tomatoes. This is a long one. It really went deep. I will say, I, it's not that I found it incoherent as much as, like, it, you just the plot hear? was just, like, meandering. Like yeah. it, was, it, it was too meandering for a movie that didn't need a plot. Yeah, exactly. Like, like just have them whoop ass. Right. You, it's a clothesline to hang on a string of fucking Jason Statham fight scenes, which are admittedly very good. Yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of all of Yeah, the, the, of the fight was cool. The fighting was cool, but, like, it, the plot, it's, like, two stories that, like, converge into each other that, like, both are pretty unnecessary the like, love story is it doesn't work no and then, uh, probably because that woman can't speak no fucking english and right. they couldn't talk offset mm. is that true yeah is that a that's in the trivia thing? so they they couldn't say like hey here, let's work on lines let's be this. yeah no she had to get the script uh like way like in advance so that she could learn them with a coach right so just learning it phonetically so she doesn't really understand the words she's saying no she's man just like, oh. They could have had her say some wild shit. She would have never known. <laughs> I want to suck your prick. Hello, <laughs> love. love. Um, oh, I, I did want to say before I dove into that, that, there was an interesting directorial situation where it was more of like a Hong Kong sort of thing. Yeah, so It was like they had two different directors. You had Louis Leterrier who did this, and then he would go on to do like uh, The Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton. Yeah. And I think he did the like Clash of the Titans. And uh, his best movie is probably uh, Unleashed, Jet Li. Okay. Danny and Super Mario, Bob Hoskins. Get him, Danny! Get him, Danny! Um, And then doing the... He was listed as the artistic director, which I thought was interesting. Right, but really it was, it was depending meant. on like what country it was in, was who was listed as the director. Really? like Corey Ewan was well, listed Corey as... Corey Ewan was just listed as director. Yeah. Which I assume, normally the breakdown is like action director and director, but we had artistic director and director. Dude, who the fuck know. knows? This, Co- this movie's very weird. This is actually our second Corey Ewan movie, because he did DOA Dead or Alive. Okay. Fucking A. Did you notice any like stylistic similarities? No. I mean, it's been it's been a while since we watched DOA. It so. has, yeah. It's not that was that was very like hyperkinetic and uh, like yeah. That that movie moved at a better pace. It did. It absolutely like, did move at a better clip than this. Um, I think the one that seemed most like a Corey Ewan fight scene was probably when he busts into the house. And he does that thing like where he flips the table and the gun goes up in the air. Yeah, he and catches he, like, it on his spin back. And catches it. Yeah, and shoots. Yeah. that seemed like a Corey U. Yeah, I could swir-ish. see that. It was very similar to the uh, the lingerie fight, towel fight. Yeah, and in DoA. In DOA yep, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, a lot of like cool oh, use man. of props and weapons in the fight scenes. Now I'm just thinking about that fight scene, the naked chick. Oh, uh, I got you horny. Yep. Oh boy. I'm boned up. He's all boned up. I'm Stonewall Jackson right now. Bonewall <laughs> Jackson. Bone wall Jackson. <laughs> Bone wall Jackson. Um, uh, th- there's uh, the one where he's fighting, like, a fucking greased pig where he's all oiled up. Yep, that's my favorite fight of this movie. The, the one in the bus depot? Yep, yeah, yep. that was pretty sweet. Just yeah. the oil part, though. Uh, strictly oil. Strictly, the, yeah, strictly the well, greased up pig. I did like that they just use that ex- scene as an excuse to get Statham shirtless. He yes. gets his shirt ripped off right at the beginning that's of the honestly like- scene what this movie is best for is just like you want some shirtless Retoonish Statham shirtless check Statham, it out man absolutely he's also shirtless after they go scuba diving at mm-hmm. the one point um my one big gripe is that he had very rare Statham hair which got lit on fire while filming apparently apparently yeah did you want to speak on that speak um, on that sir. so it's yeah when they when thing. they blow up his uh house with the the Stinger missiles uh with the shark the shark missiles <laughs> shark missiles land shark <laughs> Um. Apparently, like a fucking loose ember, fucking fell on his head and lit his goddamn hair <laughs> on fire, like a goddamn Pepsi commercials. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And yeah, Statham has been bald ever since. They took me hair from me. They took me very rare hair. I didn't have much left. <laughs> He's really clinging to it until it the got shark thing part. reminds me of this. We're looking at Boomer. Yeah. This is Boomer. He's got the biggest mouth of them all. He's the whale shark. You guys recognize that Save voice? that round mound of pound and his power slam, very deadly. Dude, he hasn't beaten up like a troll doll. He loves to tenderize the competition before he eats him. Some very, very rare veneer. I'm almost positive the street sharks never ate the their villains. Sledge the hammerhead. <laughs> I he had that loves toy. To floor the competition with the flying headbutt. Hell yeah. You got me. He's the leader of the street sharks. He's a great warrior. He's got the feel real shark skin, and <laughs> his, his special power is the right hand roundhouse punch. He sends a competition to a watery grave. Boom! <laughs> I tell you. I want to show you something Damn. up close and personal. I've got something here it's with such real fantastic detail, it's gonna blow you away. Hand shark. <laughs> Uh, Rocky Balbo action. (laughs) What the fuck? What the hell, man? Honestly, if I ever got a chance to meet Vin Diesel, that would be like the one thing I'd have to ask him about. The first thing you bring up is the the street sharks. uh, Yo, the Toy Fair street sharks, man. (laughs) I'm trying to get a whole suit made out of feels real shark skin. (laughs) Feels real shark skin. Tailored. (laughs) Tailored down to my fucking, my feet's. My feels real shark skin. Dude, oh my god. Oh. Dude, I fucking love the street sharks. Yeah. I, uh, I I never uh, got into the, the cartoon. They were cool, man. I was more of a SWAT cats, the radical squadron type of guy. Okay. Did you ever fuck with biker mice from Mars? No, I don't. That doesn't even ring a bell. What? No, Dude, biker Yeah, Biker Mice from Mars. Yeah, what channel was that on? I don't know, fucking know, like Fox oh, or something. Okay. Um movie info. An outlaw finds his life becoming all the more dangerous when he turns against a gang of criminals in this action drama. Oh, right off the bat, Rotten Tomatoes, I never like your descriptions. I don't like your description of the transporter as an outlaw. He's really not an outlaw. You make him sound like a fucking biker or something. Yeah, he's just, he's a transporter. Or like, yeah, or like a bandolero. No, he transports. He's, he's too dapper to be an outlaw, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. There's no no outlaw has that that much style. The man's a Sense sharp yeah a sharp dressed fucking suit wearing BMW driving king that we stand. Uh huh. He takes care of himself. It's like the cop says. The one thing I understood that the cop said is uh, uh, he said uh, the way a man treats his car is the way he treats himself or something like that. Yep. And the cop's car was all fucked up. Yeah, it's an old piece of shit. I'm a left hooch like, out. I hear him whining. Yeah, he's dude. having a bad dream. You were just chilling in the chair, being cool, buddy. Frank Martin, Jason Statham, is a former Special Forces officer who lives on the French Mediterranean and has a lucrative second career as an underworld courier for hire. Martin will deliver anything, anywhere, but he has three ironclad rules. Once the plan is in motion, it cannot be changed. Neither he nor his customers are to ever use their real names. Nope. And under no circumstances will he open the package. Real quick, the fun part about this is is that he immediately breaks all three of those rules in the first, like, fucking 15 minutes of this movie. The opening chase, or... Immediately or, after. Oh, like oh he with the, just, the, hit, the Asian woman, yeah. Yeah, he's breaking these rules left and right. Well, the opening, so they're not very ironclad. No, they were... Uh, they were Like, loose. aluminum, <laughs> aluminum clad. Or work. iron loose. Yep. They weren't stone wall, they were, uh... Play-doh wall. Play-doh. Play-Doh. Not play Play-doh. Play Doh. So this next scene is it's an improv exercise. I'll be playing Stonewall L. Jackson. Chance will be playing the ancient philosopher, Plato. Spelled P-L-A-Y-D-O-U-G-H. <laughs> it's like Al, Plato's, Al Plato's mentally handicapped cousin, Plato. <laughs> I was playing with your telescopes. And you you played with your telescopes, and then I saw the planet. I, I, I think the world is round. <laughs> I didn't expect this episode to head straight towards <laughs> retard voice <laughs> ah, that's what this fucking movie will do to you sorry Statham fans yeah, sorry you were turning into here about fucking Statham's muscles and Statham's good fucking looks and Statham's spin kicks and then you gotta hear us doing fucking <laughs> mental mental handicap man voice mentally handicapped philosophers <laughs> of ancient Greece um the 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 opening sequence is kind of like Drive the opening sequence of Drive a little bit this this yeah but more absurd presage, this presaged presaged and predated Drive by many years uh huh but you know it's Staythum and he shows up and he was sitting he's looking real cool in the parking garage yep he had on his leather gloves and he had on his very rare Staythum hair on top of his head and he had on his three piece suit and he shows up to the bank robbery. And he says, "There's five men here instead of three. You gotta get rid of them. I got a proper amount of gas, proper amount of time. I gotta be able to maneuver the car around the police. Bloody hell!" And the guy fucking executes one of his own men right there in the back seat of fucking Jason Statham's car. Well, what was the alternative? I mean, Statham make him just get the fuck out. Nope. Nah, man, he knew too much. Yeah, we're in too deep. This guy's gonna rat us out if we boot him. Yep. Well, here's the thing. They paint the fucking back of Statham's car with this man's blood and brains, but then later during the chase, this guy's about to puke. He's about to puke his fucking pants, and Statham fucking makes the window go down, he says, All right, love, puke out, so I won't clean this up. And it's like, buddy, you already got the innards you got of a man's, man's fucking skull inside your goddamn whip. Uh-huh. You got man brain all over your yeah. back seat. You turn a man brain into a man's fucking pain, and you made him puke out a window... Yep. <laughs> anyway, it, it doesn't. Matter. I think he had cleaned the back seat up. Because what are you it's... doing cleaning your teeth? Nah, I have this like cleaning loose your... fucking piece of nail on my pinky finger. Uh, it's driving me nuts. Well, you're always fucking picking at them, man. Uh huh. I'm picking and I'm chipping and I'm slipping. You gotta start wearing leather gloves, like Statham. I so you don't. Do. <laughs> you're not tempted. I do, man. Just wear them. I everywhere. need to get some cool. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Look like an asshole at work <laughs> opening up fucking paint cans you you got in leather there, like, gloves. Like a t-shirt, jeans, and leather gloves. <laughs> Goddamn. No, not even a t-shirt, just a fucking leather vest like Vin Diesel on that Street <laughs> Sharks <laughs> street commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Made of real field shark yep. skin. But I like to believe Statham had just cleaned out his back seat because he had uh, taken a lady out the night before and he definitely plowed her back there. Oh, got all kinds of fucking fuck juices uh, all in there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Turn those real-feel shark-skin seats into a fucking inflatable pole. That's, he has real-feel shark-skin condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, love. Can I real-feel shark-skin condoms? i found Nemo. So, you know, he's very aware in case of uh, women having, like, allergies to latex and things like that. Right. But nobody's allergic to real-feel shark-skin, <laughs> no, not that we're aware of. Proven fact. <laughs> They've done studies. It's expensive shit. <laughs> He went out and he killed those sharks himself. He used his scuba gear that he you had know, hidden that's under what his, fucking, was there for. his lighthouse home. Where the fuck he was living? Why was this man living in a fucking lighthouse, dude? Seriously, like, like a fucking, like, south of France fucking, like, <laughs> Batman. Like, this was the Wayne Manor. Fucking uh, Fran- French Batman's Wayne Manor. Uh, baguette Man. <laughs> yep. Well, that's that's it. it. Nailed it oh man dude that's it end of episode <laughs> let's get the fuck out of here. anywhere from here martin is hired to make a delivery to a wealthy but unscrupulous american aren't they all aren't we all we are oh yeah we are I mean, four minutes ago we were doing fucking mongoloid voices. <laughs> Talking about digging up Confederate soldiers. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucking unscrupulous. <laughs> making necklaces out of their dick buns. That's why this guy was my favorite character. I related to his fucking unscrupulous goddamn nature. Yeah, dude, Matt Schulz just pulling on women's hairs. Yeah, but unscrupulous American known as Wall Street, Matt Schultz. I don't think they referred to him as Wall Street in the movie at all, did they? Not no. To be in credits. They never said his name at all. No, I don't think so. We, I feel like we would have been dying over his name <laughs> yeah. being Wall Street. Hey, I'm Wall Street. <laughs> playing power chords pull side now this is a a fast double dip because we got statham deckard shaw himself from six the end of six and seven and eight and the upcoming hobbs and shaw and then we have our buddy matt shulls from one and five yep great to see him love to see him good old haven't seen him in a non-fast movie since fucking biker boys he lost 40 pounds for this role because he wanted he wanted him to the character to be very raven like That's that's part of the trivia, dude. (laughs) Raven-like? He said, Marshall said he lost 40 pounds from 16 days of fasting because he felt that Wall Street would be very skinny and (laughs) raven-like. (laughs) Raven-like. Nevermore, Statham. They do let him do some fucking karate when they're fighting in the shipyard. Uh Uh-huh. He's doing fucking karate kicks. And I was looking, because at first I was like, oh, that's got to be a fucking body double, but it's really Matt Schultz yeah. doing fucking karate kicks, he, dude. He got skinny, he fasted, and he learned karate. just a couple kicks. Yeah, just... That's the most karate he does, really. That's really all you... If you go and watch karate, uh, what are you watching for, if not the kicks? One, karate kicks. Two, karate chops. Three, Sight your fucking mind. That's it. <laughs> There's only two moves that's in it, karate. Dude. That's it. Maybe karate throw, but that's like for masters only. Yeah, that's like super black belts. Did you guys hear John Tork? Did you catch him? He's flying by. He's chasing Matt Schultz on his fucking jet fuel goddamn <laughs> super bike. Yep. Driving by a fucking Mountain Dew billboard right now. Yep. Fucking popping wheelies and fronties or whatever the fuck you call it. God, God bless you, Torque. Manual. Doing goddamn manuals. Wheelies. Wheelies. What's the opposite wheelies. of a wheelie? When you do it on the front, when you do it on the nose. A healy. A healy. That's a fucking (laughs) shoe. (laughs) (laughs) No, there is a, I used to know the term because it was in, uh, it was introduced in Grand Theft Auto, uh, Vice City, and you'd get like points for doing it. Oh, man. What is the opposite? Of a wheelie? Of a wheelie. Oh, fuck. A frontie? A wheelie. A wheelie. Wheelie. Steep. Wheelie! <laughs> I keep uh, typos in my fucking fingers. What, you keep typing Wheelie? A, s- a stoppy? Aw, oh, that doesn't sound right. Uh, what's the opposite of a wheelie? This is on Yahoo Answers. Endo, stoppy, Chinese wheelie. That's racist. Yeah, that's racist as that's fuck. That's like when people would say your pinky finger was your Chinese middle finger. Oh, just because it's different from fucking how Americans do it, it's Chinese? Bullshit. I don't like it. Right. And to them, if you were to ask the fucking the people getting fucking shipped around in uh, shipping containers in this movie, hey, what's a middle finger? They would show you normal middle finger and say, this is my middle finger. They wouldn't say, it's a Chinese middle finger because it's, it's normal to them. It's chi- fucking Chinese Sinocentric. Uh-huh. And so they wouldn't have to specify it's Chinese middle finger because they is Chinese and they grew up in Chinese and they fucking talk Chinese. Yep. And everything they do is fucking Chinese. So, to them, if they saw American give a middle finger, they would say, that's American middle finger. And you would feel fucking offended. See, I've never heard of it referred to as the Chinese finger. (laughs) The pinky? Yeah, it was like like an elementary school thing. Chinese Uh, middle finger. There's also the the Chinese back butt. A what now? A Chinese back butt? Come again? Like, if somebody was going to say, hey, can I butt you in line to get uh, to lunch or something... And you would say no, but you can Chinese back me. That is fucked up. You never heard of the Chinese back? No, and so it was just letting him. it was letting someone cut in line but of other you, people, right. but so behind you. cutting in front of someone without yeah, even that's asking. That's just that being person. ultra dick. I tried to look it up. Look, there's nothing on Google that says Chinese back butts. Maybe this was just at my school. I think it was. I think you went to a very racist school. It was Urbana Elementary School. A racist a fucking racist motherfuckers in the fucking cornfield, dude Yep uh, The top result is a YouTube video called Butt Massage in China, which I'm going to pull right now With Valencia orange peel, for oh, a taste that sounds China's great writer. We're now sponsored by Valencia Orange Peels The uploader was Thai Lady Massage This is a 15 minute video I'd let her fucking massage my butt I just want to see Butt Massage in China This sounds soothing I'm going to save that for later <laughs> I'm going to save that for when I'm jerking off. Um, so where were you in the description? I don't even remember anymore. Something about Chinese Chinese people. There is an abundance of Chinese people, including uh, the man who gets fucking killed in Temple of Dooms. The Tommy Gun guy. Tommy Gun man. One of Lao Che's children. Yeah, nice try, Lao Che. Trying to fucking smuggle your son into the transporter. Yep. Breaking his own rule, Martin opens the bag to discover a beautiful Asian woman. Why'd you have to specify that she was beautiful? Yeah, she could have just said Asian, we'd have known. Yeah, duh. <laughs> a beautiful Asian woman lie. Shu Shu-chi? Is that how you pronounce Q-I? Chi-chi? Shu-chi? shu Shoji. shu shu I don't fucking know. I've never heard of this woman before. I've never seen her fucking before. I assume that she was like important in China. She, she should have just been Gong Li from Miami Vice. I wish she had shown her boobs. They did show her butt in some fucking underwear. Oh, you could definitely see her fucking pubic hairs when she was in her <laughs> underwear, I noticed, after they uh, they went yeah, scuba damn. diving. Uh, yeah. It her little like... wet panties, you could see her fucking Chinese bush. <laughs> she <laughs> She was an award nominee in, uh, in Hong Kong in uh, the mid to late 90s. Crying Tiger Award. And something award. called Viva Erotica. Or Crying Monkey Award. It was a Hong Kong erotic sex comedy. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. All right. I'll be watching She's that married. later. And then With uh, my dick out. Oh, she was the main character in uh, The Assassin. Oh. The Hu Cao Sin movie. Hu Cao Sin. I didn't know that. Okay, so that's that one. Yeah, so she got... She, so go, she, the she got fans. The Assassin's actually really good. I like that one. Yeah, it was a good movie. Who Saw Sin? Or Who Saw Sin? I guess that's how it's pronounced. Who Saw know. Sin? Who Saw Sin? Jesus she, did. a bunch of stuff. Journey to the West. The Demons Strike Back. Uh, fuck yeah. Gotta see that. Is that like a sequel to Legion? Journey to the West. Conquering the Demons. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of demons over Journey there. Journey to the girl. West 3, Demon Ride. That's, that's why I fuck with China, dude. They're always fucking fighting demons. And I'm like, me too, but like fucking on the inside. Yeah. You guys externalize it, and you have characters fucking battle actual goddamn red-faced goddamn demons who are usually monkeys as well. Uh-huh. Dude. I love monkeys. I like monkeys too, but you know, monkeys <laughs> monkeys <laughs> and spirit demons. Look at goddamn Dunstan checks Mm-hmm. Shu-Chi is fed up with fans whitening her skin in photos. Me too, bro. Yeah. Make it more yellow. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah, dude. She had cool pubic hairs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Mark opens the bag to discover a beautiful Asian woman, Lai, who is bound and gagged. Hello. Just how I like him. Lied briefly escapes, but Martin captures her and delivers her to Wall Street, as promised. Let's talk about that scene, where he fucking lets her out. First, he gets her some fucking juice to drink through her no, goddamn first, duct tape. he fucking gets his tire blows. Oh, right, right. Even exactly. though somehow he drove this car off of, like, a fucking bridge and landed on, like, a tractor yeah, trailer. Yeah, landed on a goddamn trolley. Tires like were fine. He was doing okay. But just driving through he the, the fucking He had brand new hills. shocks on there, driving up fucking stairs. Yep. He was like, well, I'll tell you about shocks. And now here he is just driving through some scenic hills and his fucking tire blows. In Marseille or some shit. Yeah, and then fucking he has to change the tire and he goes to get the spare out of the trunk and he notices his bag wiggling around like it's filled with worms. Right, that's what I thought, like... (laughs) (laughs) Why do he automatically assume it's a fucking human inside the bag? It wasn't even making noise, it was just squirming. It's just ruffling. It could be 10,000 worms inside there. could be, like, chickens. Right, it could be chickens inside a bag. never know, man. Maybe Wall Street has him fucking smuggling chickens. Yeah, dude, Wall Street likes to fuck chickens. Right, he likes to fuck chickens, or maybe there's some kind of uh, ancient fucking French tariff on chicken imports yeah and he's like i need to smuggle these so i'm not paying this fucking tax he's like i miss louisiana style fried chicken right i'm gonna have to smuggle these fucking chickens i'm a fucking unscrupulous american from the land of fucking stonewall l jackson yep i like fucking louisiana hot yeah i need my fried chicken Uh uh-huh and i need my biscuits too yep goddamn don't forget the biscuits and some of the fucking the good ice Mm-hmm. the crunchy the crunch the, the, the with the crushed ice. ice yeah crushed ice with the crunches uh-huh like because all ice does not crunch not all ice is not created equal yep um stonewall l jackson said that Gio, right before he put a ban on ice <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so then the bag's wiggling around so right. then he gets the spare tire bags. out fucking changes his tire and then he goes because he had told the man that he would have to stop once for refreshments right so he stops and gets his refreshment and lunch and then he's like you know what i guess i'm gonna have a heart now and he fucking gets a drink for the bag person which again he could have opened it up could have been chickens you can't give chickens fucking soda pop right what are you thinking that chicken will explode yeah dude like it's like pop rocks yeah it's like putting mentos in a fucking diet coke Uh uh-huh their stomach lining is made of Mentos. Now, let me tell you, puke. Uh, uh, sorry, Luke Besson, or as I like to call him, Puke Besson, because he's a fucking sexual assaulter, uh, produced this movie. I always thought he directed it for the longest he's time. A he's a sexual assaulter? Of course he is. He's a fucking weirdo French director. Yeah, sounds right. Anyway, I think this next scene was his idea, because the Asian woman goes, I got pee-pee. Mm-hmm. And uh, Statham's like, pee-pee, who's that? A friend of yours back in China. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Um, she says he has to pee, and so he gets her out, but he leaves the duct tape on her mouth, and he ties a rope around her neck like a fucking donkey, and he leads her out into the dirt to take a piss. I was like, this is absolutely like a fetish thing for puke Besson. Yep. And not only that, the, the plan makes no sense. He gives her use of her hands, ties this rope around her neck, not but all that like, tight, not tight at all, where it's just like, she's just gonna slip it off of her fucking neck, or untie it, Jason. Like, what the fuck was the plan here? Right. Look, that- I get it, dude. You're a transporter. You're Volcel. But you have to at least seen women pissing online before. Yeah. And not only that, it's like, why wouldn't you just be like, all right, I'll just go on the other side of the car and piss. Yeah. Like, like she need to go in the bushes. Right. And all right, I get it. You live out in a fucking lighthouse. Maybe you only have 56K fucking dial-up back then in 2002 or whenever this movie came yep. out. But I'm sure you went to an Internet Cafe and... And you looked up woman piss porn because you were fucking curious. It, everyone does. Right. And so it's like, it's not a fucking big deal if you see this fucking tied up duct tape fucking worm woman inside a bag taking a fucking piss in the dirt. Yep. You ain't never going to see her again if you drop her off at fucking Vince's house. Exactly. He's just going to hang out poolside with her, fucking rubbing on her head, mm-hmm. playing power chords. That, I mean, two of the most memorable and, and shaping moments of my young childhood was... Googling or just looking up on AOL.com's women piss porn mm-hmm. and when Dale Earnhardt died. And you combine those two and you basically have the transporter. Yep. Driving and pissing. Yep. The two fucking main facets of life. Mm hmm. The twin snakes. Yep. The human spirit. Solid and liquid. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Stone walls and fucking women, lady fucking urine. Yep. Yeah. Spot on. Luke Besson had been accused of sexual misconduct by nine women. Jesus Christ. The claims range from inappropriate behavior to sexual assault. I mean, this is why I always say when you're done sexually assaulting the woman, you have to kill her, or otherwise she'll talk. Right, or put her in a fucking bag like a worm woman and send her to <laughs> fucking vents and have him blow her up with a goddamn suitcase bomb. Yep. One of Besson's former assistants that he blackmailed her into a sexual relationship. Oy oy oy. He's such a fucking, like, fat-looking dipshit, too. Other accusers included two students from Besson's Cité du Cinema Film Studio who claimed he had harassed them, and Kareem Isambert, a theater producer, who said he manhandled her in 1995 during a casting. Jean Renault should have just whooped this guy's ass. Previously, actress Sand Van Roy filed a complaint saying that he had R'd her. Dude, do you think he, like, tried to sexually assault young Natalie Portman? Ooh, I wonder. I mean, Leon does have some very, very weird... Uh, uh, like, Lolita shit. Overtones, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, mm, this makes me very uncomfortable. Well, I think... I remember reading that. I think that uh, Jean Reno said that he decided to play Leon as kind of a mongoloid so that it didn't seem like a, a sexual thing. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. He just, uh, you know, he's just very good at killing, but right. dumb and as shit in the what, rest of what, his what life. What kind of voice would he speak in if he were... Uh, uh, I thought you were going to do the retard voice again. I was trying to do a French retard French voice, <laughs> but apparently it just it sounds French. I'd like to apologize in advance to all retards who are listening. <laughs> this is not going to fly well. No. Is, uh, to be fair, uh, that's like ninety percent of our catalog. Uh, we 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 are not very. We're using ableist slurs uh-huh. and language. Put fucking Bruce Lee screams over it. Yep. We're gonna have to go to every I'm have to, all of these fucking every, retard words. Every time we said the retard word, we're gonna have to do a Bruce Lee scream over it. Yep. And the whole section we were doing retard voices. Uh huh. Just one giant Bruce Lee uh-huh. scream. Just one long. 50-second Bruce Lee scream. Yep. Screaming it out. Anyway, the scene where she takes a piss makes no sense. No, nah, it doesn't make sense at all. Uh, however, after being given a parcel to the deliver by Wall Street, Martin finds out what Wall Street is up to. Okay, well, that's really glossing awesome over the fact that it's a goddamn bomb inside a suitcase that blows up two cops that are in the fucking transporter's trunk. Yeah, and he really doesn't catch on to what he's up to.
1: No, it takes... Not for him, like, another
0: 30 minutes. yeah, like, over half the movie, they gotta go in a police station and look up fucking Matt Schulz's ugly mugshot where he's fucking staring a hole through the like goddamn a demon. screen. Yeah, looking like a demon himself. And then they gotta go to the fucking... What did he run? Like, a construction company? It almost looked like a travel agency. Yeah, though. I thought it was a travel agency. I think it said construction on the window, though. Maybe they dabble in uh, both. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking projects to be done on the French Riviera. Yeah, man. You know, there's, like, land to be made. Yeah. Sand to be pounded. Uh Uh-huh. All kinds of shit. Yeah, man, because, you know, once you run out of space on, like, obvious land, then you gotta go out in the ocean and create land. That's what they're doing in Singapore. I looked that up after that movie. I know, me too. Yeah, they fucking taking, buying sand from other countries and building just fucking actual whole fucking pockets of goddamn land to build buildings mm-hmm. on top of and fucking stealing people from bangladesh and force them into slave labor yeah stealing fucking immigrations yep anyway they'd blow up the cop inside fucking statham's trunks two cops two cops inside one trunk <gasps> two cops, <laughs> two one, <laughs> trunk. cops <laughs> one trunk <laughs> i'd watch it uh, i'd jack off to it in mm-hmm. a fucking French internet cafe. Yep. They don't care in France. Nah, man. They a... smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. They have a blase fucking attitude towards goddamn fucking sex. Yep. You grow hairy armpits. Mm-hmm. You go see a strip show. Uh-huh. Smoking cigarettes. Uh-huh. Jerking off in internet cafes. Uh-huh. Walking out with your dick out. Just cum dripping out. <laughs> uh-huh. That's why Luke Besson, Puke Besson, thinks he can just fucking get away with anything. huh because he's used to French people just turn a blind right. eye. It's a slippery fucking slope. Next thing you know, they are going to be fucking monkeys in the goddamn streets. It's true. That's I heard that's what the protesters are doing. Yep, the L- L- Lobo Jackets or whatever the fuck they're called. Uh-huh. Because, the, the Love Lobo Jackets. Right, they want to fuck monkeys and Emmanuel Macron is not letting them. Yeah, man. Even though his name comes from fucking Macaroon, which is a type of monkey and a cookie or something. I can't remember. Yep, and you, I mean, dude, he, I bet... That's why his teacher decided to fuck him as a student. She's like, you tasty like a cookie. That's a real thing? Yeah, his wife was like his fucking like high school teacher or some shit. Mm. I Disgusting. guess he graduated and then married her. She's like 80 years old. Her pussy just fucking queefs dust. Disgusting fucking country full of goddamn weirdo perverts. Uh-huh. I don't like it. That's why I'm proud to be American. Mm-hmm. I'm unscrupulous as fuck. Uh-huh. And look how I turned out. Pretty goddamn well. Yup. Haven't said nothing to offend nobody on this podcast. Only fucking speaking truth to power. I mean, but I mean to be fair, you can't say anything without offending the, the, the PC fucking, police. Yeah, PC fucking, the fucking liberal leftists. I'd like to put the PC police into two of them into one trunk uh-huh. and blow them up with a suitcase bomb. Yup, all style. Yep. Sh- salute mm. Wall, Street. God, oh, Wall Street. God, Wall Street. God, Wall Street. Even named after the best parts of America on capitalism. Yep, fucking Wall Street, baby. Gordon Geckos. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And his son, Lenny Lizards. Yep. <laughs> Lenny Lizards. Wall Street, 2. Money never sleeps. <laughs> Lenny Lizards. Lenny Lizard Man. Lenny Lizard Man gordon gecko and lenny lizard man yeah wall street 2 money never sleeps the only time you know why it's because money don't have eyes <laughs> <That's> exactly... <laughs> money don't got no eyes to close so he can't, can't sleep. fucking sleep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what an existence you just gotta be awake all the time Yeah. Horrible, horrifying. horrible <laughs> the fuck are we talking about this is what this movie did man it fucking fried my goddamn brain uh, lies father mr kwai wall street is part of a scheme a scream to muggle uh, <laughs> a scheme <to> muggles <laughs> where the fuck was hogwarts a scream to muggle asian illegal aliens into france fucking illegals oh. <laughs> Goddamn france build that wall Martin's conscience gets the better of him and he sets out to rescue Lai and put Wall Street and Mr. Kwai out of business. However, as if this wasn't enough of a challenge, Martin discovers a French detective, Tarconi Macaroni, has gotten wind of his illegal business. The Transporter was the first English language feature for Hong Kong-based director Corey Ewan. Check out the movie Writing Wrongs that he directed with Cynthia Rothrock. That movie's fucking rips. Yeah. Uh, the, the Transporter was first choreoing who, along with directing a number of HK action film flicks, designed fight choreography for several American films. Yep. Me too, man. Yeah. Hank Sarton of the Chicago Reader said Jason Statham uses his smolding, smoldering charisma to great effect. The smoldering sexy bod. Time Out said the acting might be shoddy, the plot nonsense, and the dialogue clunky, but the fighting is exquisitely done. Inventive, athletic, fun, stylish, and tight. Everything the rest of the film isn't. Honestly, Statham and Schultz act fine. It, honestly, the chick probably doesn't act that good because she didn't speak any fucking English. Yeah, not her fault. It's getting hot in here, man. Uh huh. Feel like I'm gonna fucking fall asleep and pass she out. She probably, I mean, she probably acts amazingly and like you know. Yeah, I mean, to put her in Who's House Shen's the Assassin. So yeah, she, she got the cool. She did a fucking erotic comedy. Probably know, sexy as hell. Two years into her career, yeah, she's probably living it up. Yeah, then this weird French fuck. You know what? Luke Besson got her in there. Because he was like, I can sexually assault her if she can't speak English. So right. who's she going to tell? she going to tell? Exactly. This fucking motherfucker. You sick fucking bastards. I blame any of this movie's problems, I blame on French. Yep. I blame on Pupisson. I blame on the French guy who played uh, Detective Macaroni. Mm-hmm. Those are all the parts I didn't like. Yep. Pretty much. That's all it was. Yep. Yeah, this movie just there wasn't enough action, and it's like you have Statham who whoops good ass, but rather than having him like beat people up, you have like these fucking heat seeking missiles. Um, I'm blowing the fan. Okay, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you have, these, you have these you have these heat seeking missiles. Yeah, and like all these well, that was cool. It, it didn't even look like miniatures. It looked like they were actually doing real explosions to a building. I like that. Yeah, part. which is cool, but it's like. I don't know. I wanted more, like, hand-to-hand ass whoopings. I think there's a good amount of that. It's really, there's this dry spot in the middle. It's, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, of I'm just like, get, it, get over it. Yeah, didn't get like over. any of that. But, like, uh, the scenery where busts in the house was cool. Yeah. And he's, yeah. Like, doing, like, spin kicks on dudes and beating up guys with fucking axes and stuff. Yep, that was cool. The bus depot where he's oiled up like a damn hog. That was good. Yep. The part at the end where he's on the truck. We gotta talk about it, a little bit of this. Some cool so, dummy owners. Yeah, he fucking takes a goddamn little plane, jumps out of it with a parachute, land on a fucking truck, start parachute land on a car, yep. make him go crash, Yep. fucking gets inside a truck, kicks a man out, the man fucking flies off, is hanging on a damn door doing fucking ice luge across the street, and then he turns into a goddamn dummy, flies over a <laughs> cliff, <laughs> and just disappears. Clark Griswold from Christmas Vacations himself he got fucked up dude I'd love to see dummies get fucked up and then Matt Scholes fights fucking Jason Statham inside the truck Jason Statham I thought was just gonna snap his neck but instead he like grabs him by the neck and fucking throws him with his feet it's very Raiders of the Lost Ark inspired it is definitely yeah yeah. and then kicks him out of the truck and we see Matt Scholes dummy hit the ground but for some reason they never show him get hit by a car or nothing yeah like you have this dummy hitting the ground just run it over yeah, and I think that's a good... Waste meta- of dummy. I think that was a good metaphor for the the whole film entirely, is that, like, they would get like three quarters of the way there, but they never had that they'd moment. they pull their that, punches. Yeah, they'd pull their punches. They never had that moment that really, like, stuck the landing, and stuck the fucking... And why they, like, the like were orange. so, like, why they were pushing so hard to make this movie PG-13 is beyond me. Like, just make this shit rated R. Yeah, ain't no fucking kid's gonna go see this. Do me some cool care. squib action, right. run over some dummies. Yeah, let me see a dummy explode. Uh-huh. Uh, show me more of that girl's pubic hair. Yeah, show her whole pub. Uh-huh, the whole thing. Give me the whole pub area. Yup. Fuck, cause I'm about pubic play. Show me, have Statham not just get his shirt ripped off during a busty boat like his pants team. ripped off. Pants, too. Dicks mm-hmm. spinning Springing. around. Swinging and spinning. Yep. He's doing his own meat yep, spin. like a damn ape. That was a fun part of that movie last night. Uh, the dude is naked, running on the treadmill. You just see his dick flopping. Oh, yeah, land imagined. Yeah, yep. and that got my attention. Forth. That was good. <laughs> yep. Um, there is something, I guess it's just a Europa... Oh, hey, it sounds cool if I talk into the fan like this. There is something uh, kind of like cheap about the EuropaCore production model where... I don't know, like, something about the movie just felt kind of empty, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there wasn't this, like, sense of life going on outside of the film, like, it's, like, it we're just watching got, like some little backlot bullshit. Yeah, and we're watching like, these little weird little, uh, action figures walk around fucking diorama. Yep. But, like, I don't know what it, yeah, it's like, Okay, now we're in this empty bus depot. Now we're on this empty shipyard. Now we're in this empty fucking real estate travel office or whatever the hell it is. The only place that felt like it had any life was uh, the beginning chase. Yeah, where they're going down the French Riviera and Nice. Yeah, he's almost running people over and shit. Yeah, but something about it, and I, it's it's weird. Like a lot of late nineties, early two thousands movies had this kind of feel. I don't know what it is. Where it's, it's just bland. It's it's like it. It's not necessarily bland, but, like, it takes place in this weird little insular world, and it almost seems like they kind of metatextually fucking uh, pick this apart in John Wick, especially John Wick 2. Like, the scene where him and Common are shooting at each other around the fountain, and when they're, like, fighting, and nobody seems to notice them in the subway. Well, and they do it in 3 as well. Yeah, but, like... It's, so, it's almost like this transporter shit is happening in its own little world, and we. Like they live outside of it. Like the, right. the regular humans yeah. can't see this otherworldly, this ethereal action yeah, ghost realm. Yeah, it takes place on a different plane yep. from us. Yeah. yeah. Our reality can't comprehend right. it. Right. They're, they're, yeah, it's like a matrix type of thing, but yep. transporting. Yep. Frank Martin himself is the god of transportation. When I deliver car parts, that's who I pray to every time I got behind the wheel. Yep, go, hi la la hi, la la Yep. And you fucking just bow down on your mosque mat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's it. Five-star reviews from Letterboxd. This one's from Almighty Cinder. I wonder, is this fucking... Can you hear this noise that's coming out of the fan, or am I just hearing that? I can hear it. Okay. It's going to pick up on the mic, then. Probably. I'm going to sound cool like a damn... Uh, like, ali- a yeah, like a Darth Vader. Yeah, or like an alien... Like a green head alien. Yep. I'm more of a gray head alien, but. Uh, you will never be intimidated by a Kubrick stare ever again after seeing Matt Schultz's character do it every single time he's on screen, including on his driver's license. Yep. Yeah, he is. He's doing like the Alex DeLarge uh, or like the Jack Nicholson, Jack Torrance stare. Uh, uh, I'm Matt Schultz. I'm evil. I'm Raven-like uh pasha five stars always a good classical movie good action fast cars almost like the fast series i guess it's a good segue into like uh what did this have in common with fast and the furies and what didn't it um well we had matt schulz hanging off the side of a tractor trailer as you know when we were watching that was very fast like yeah quite fast like they they must have been filming matt schulz is like again not this again how do i keep ending up in this position yeah, I, I guess some of the like car stunts in the beginning, like going off the bridge and landing on yeah, that car tracker trailer. On that, yep, that definitely was yeah. fast. Like jumping out of the plane and parachuting onto the truck. Yeah, definitely that's fast. more more of like a later fast feel. Yeah. like, starting with the fast five or six, but this one's it's it's it does have the ridiculous action like that, but it feels more grounded. Like there's a lot of it's all analog stunts and stuff. Yeah. The only thing that looked a little bit digital was that car jumping off, like, I don't know. Oh, uh, and when he parachuted, and oh, he yeah, was literally yeah. on a green screen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, I'm sure they actually did drive a car up a bridge and landed on a truck, but it seemed like maybe... Yeah, apparently Statham of... did all of his driving. I bet, man. Statham's a fucking king, dude. Yeah, He's dude. a fucking prince. Uh-huh. i fuck him. I'd fuck him. I have fucked him. Oh, baby. I met him on the set of Collateral when he was filming his cameo fucked on the plane back to england mm-hmm. i joined the mile high club with jason statham he stuck his he lubed up his bald head with ky and stuck it up my asshole <laughs> he came out covered just like he was in fucking oil but this time in boo-boo <laughs> the man, the man slicked himself up with boo-boo <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ oh man uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in terms of what it didn't have in common with the Fast series, uh I didn't give a fuck about any of these characters or their no, relationships no with each other. Family. Yeah, like. Statham's got this thing where he's like ex soldier, ex special forces, and mm-hmm. he's like, she's like, you have to protect people. Yep. And, and he's like, I don't really give yeah, a fuck. He's like, but fuck that, but alright. Look, that pussy was good. Right. So. And then she was like, okay, if I fuck you, will that make it worth it, basically? Yep. And it like, pussy lured him back in. I gotta say, the sexual relationship between the two of them was weird. Yeah, because like, this, it doesn't this, exist. Right, this was a worm woman who was wriggling around in his fucking trunk. Uh huh. And he pulls her out of there, and the next thing you know, he's fucking banging her in a goddamn mansion or whatever. Well, as he knows, like, they, he takes her back to his place, and then he wakes up, and she's, like, making him goddamn fucking baked goods and coffee and tea pretending to be his cook in front of professor macaroni yeah dude she went and got flowers out of his garden Uh very very weird yeah very weird sexual politics like this woman is a literal slave yep and then he was like hey i I freed you and And she's like this is all i know how to do yeah here we go this is is how i'm repaying you now yeah it makes no sense I, i don't like it i don't know her her immediate response isn't hey let's go free all my fellow fucking chinese uh, yeah there's 400 goddamn right. immigrants in tractor sorry trailers. 395 because vince said I he died. killed five of them yeah. or something i think he implied that he killed them with karate kicks i think <laughs> yeah karate chopped their fucking spines yeah maybe even karate threw them off the boat could be because he could be a master we don't know yeah I wonder if this movie is in the same universe as Lethal Weapon 4. It absolutely has to be. I think Corey Yoon did action directing or choreography on Lethal did. Weapon 4, so anytime there are Asians and shipping containers, it's in the Lethal Weapon 4 yep. universe. Yep. Actually, the the script that I wrote for Uva like years ago yeah. involved Asian shipping people containers. in shipping containers Lethal Weapon 4. Yeah. Uh Five Stars Peak Statham. Five stars. Great movie for all the right reasons. Jason Statham doing his thing. This is what we all like about his movies. Beating up large numbers of people and rescuing beautiful women. He -hmm. shouldn't smile, though. He has a weird smile. No, he doesn't. Five stars. A true masterpiece should be remembered for ages. That was posted by Sad Girl 2003. I wonder why she's so sad. I don't know. Yeah, she does look sad. Her picture of her yeah she hot she looks sad she does look sad despite having a cool drink with like a fucking seagull on it yeah she got a cool are, green beanie too those are the same styrofoam cups we have in the store where i work oh maybe, maybe she's a, at a similar maybe she's store a patron yeah maybe and she's sad because you just you never gave her the time of day she went in there she's like i'm trying to hit on this cutie patootie behind the counter this guy says uh Jason Statham has a certain atmosphere and presence which is unmistakable and makes this franchise stand out. So would I recommend this film? Yes, it is fantastic. What's more shocking to me is that this film somehow got sequels. And he described it as the buzz of ultimate awesomeness. Five out of five. Okay. Yeah, I don't know I don't know how much money this made, but I mean, it's a cool concept. It's like, hey, here's Jason yeah. Statham is a guy in a suit, and he's gonna, you know... Well, doesn't he get, like doesn't his cars get like crazier and crazier as the series goes i don't know man like becomes we'll more see. like bond like what well, to, well he, he does have a bond like thing in his car in this with the rotating the license, license plate. plate yeah which is straight out of goldfinger yeah yep goldfinger five stars from chris i love a good statham movie and this is a good statham movie you know they're a good action star when you can say bollocks to any acting ability malarkey I just want to watch them smack a billion shades of shit out of people in varyingly inventive ways. Holy shit, I love mm. that phrase. Yeah. Smack a billion shades of shit out of a each other. Billion shades of shit. Four love and a half it. stars. This guy just said BMW. Real gearhead. Yeah, man. <laughs> Loves his German engineering. <laughs> oh. Yep. Well, now what would you give it? Well, first, let's say, who was the hottest person inside of this movie? Jason Statham. Man, was a fucking... You he was like, chiseled from Statham? stone. Yeah. Aside from the very rare Statham hair. I yeah, I don't agree. like the hair. Yeah. Well, he learned. You know, he got burned off and he looked in the mirror and said, I look much better. But I did like the hair on the Chinese lady's pussy. Yeah. <laughs> so if you were to take, you shave the pussy hair off of her and then glue it onto the top of Statham's head. No, I would, I would shave the top of his hair off of his head and and glue it to her pussy area. Right, so switch hairs. Not nah, switch hair, just take her beautiful black pubic hairs, yeah. glue them to his head yeah. in a toupee. He ends up looking like fucking Robert Downey Jr in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm agree with you. I guess Statham, yeah. Not a lot of options, really. Nah. I mean, she's good looking. Yeah, they're both, they're a good looking pair. Yeah. They can't talk English to each other good. No. Nope. And he can't talk Chinese to her. Nope. Statham actually, I feel like, does end up with a lot of international women coming yeah. in. Like, we watched The Meg, and mm-hmm. he was with, uh, uh, uh what was it? <laughs> Ling, uh, Bing Bing. Bing Bing. Lee, Lee Bing Bing? Lee Bing Bang. Bing, I don't know. Bing Bang. Yeah, it's Lee um, Bing Bing, something like that. Fuck, there's another one that I was thinking of where Statham. search engine Bing. Jason Statham. It might have been one of the mechanic movies. Yeah, where that I feel like he was banging lady. an Asian woman. Yeah. Maybe thing. Statham's just got a thing for him. I don't know. Could be. There was one movie uh, I watched. Forget what it was called at this point, but he was like fucking some like French nun lady. Oh yeah, That's that was cool. a hummingbird resurrection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was cool. Parker. He was with uh, J Lo. Oh. In so that yeah, booty. Statham Statham spreads it around. The cum, uh huh, being what he spreads, his man cum, right? His man cum, he spreads around to different women's into their cum caves, into their goddamn stone walls. <laughs> yep, beating up their stone, beating their. You've heard of beating their back walls? He beats their stone walls mm-hmm. with his fists. <laughs> Because his Uh, penis has fists. Should Powers Booth have been in this movie? Yeah, he should have been the fucking French cop. Yeah, Detective Macaroni should have been Powers Booth, absolutely. Then I would have actually paid attention during those scenes. I would have perked up. I'd be like, yo, what's this man gotta say? Right, you don't have to make him a French detective. Make him a fucking Interpol agent or something. Just have him be Booth. Yep. Hey, I say a man treats his car the way he treats himself. And you don't seem like too much of a cocksucker. Yep. He's got the big cigar. Right, shows up at his door smoking the big cigar, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Uh, how many coronas out of six? And two and a half. This movie just didn't do it for me. I'm gonna go three and a half because there is quite a bit of action, and the action that we see is quite good in my opinion. Yeah, there's there's cool action. It's just that is, I mean, if they could lose the whole middle section, I'd be you know, yeah, not necessarily just... over the moon about the movie, but I would definitely uh, strongly recommend it. Yeah. I still say you know. Uh, Hey, watch it. Give it a give it a whirl. Yeah, I mean, if you've never seen it before, yeah, toss it. On. I, yeah, it's it's not gonna become a rewatch classic in my house. No, but, uh, you know, I like I like the fight scenes. I like Statham. Statham's great. I, as far as like, a, I mean, this is why we watched it because it's we're introducing Statham before we watch uh, Furious Seven or maybe it's Fast Six. I can't remember. Um, and as far as like a star making vehicle for Statham, hell yeah, this is this is this is absolutely a good one. Yeah. Because you get to see him fight, you get to see him drive, you get to see him shirtless, you get to see him make love and go scuba diving. There's, you know, mm-hmm. all Statham all the time. It's a great Statham vehicle. Yeah, I love me some Statham. Yeah, who doesn't? Mm. I'm kissing this fan. I, f- it's I feel Jason like I probably Statham. would like Transporter 2 more. Well, I think we're going to have to watch that at some point. Yeah, well, throw it on the list. Oh, oh I accidentally it out the unplugged plug. it. I was get- so getting so your You were tongue-fucking it so hard. Well, I was pretending it was Jason Statham, so I was making Understandable. Out it. Understandable. Understathemable. Ha <laughs> ha! Got him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it for this time, and now's next for next time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Podcast release schedule: The Transporter next week. Yeah. This okay. So this is be the. This is coming out the week after Fast Six, which we haven't recorded yet. So. Right. Uh, Tuesday, you're going to be hearing our episode, our mini sode rather. On the newest Netflix film starring Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, you'd be like, why are we hearing that? Well, because our pal and Jason Statham's on-screen brother, Luke Evans, is in it. Sexy, sexy Evans. So that comes out tomorrow, Friday, and you can watch it on Netflix, and then by Tuesday, you'll hear us fucking talking about it, and Luke Evans' role within. We'll be out there jibber-jabbering. Next week is June 20th. Wow, it's June already. God damn! Time flies. Ow! Uh, back in, I believe October, we watched the first film in this series, and we sort of enjoyed it. Hmm. What is it? And, what uh, could it be? This is an actor who uh, I, we have uh, we watched one or two of his movies, non-fast, so far this year. Okay. But, uh, he's It's uh, one of many franchises, starring this man, the street shark, the connoisseur of street sharks himself. Bringing his real feel shark skin to outer oh, we're space. we're hopping, okay. We're hopping galaxies to go revisit our old pal, Richard B. Riddick, in The Chronicles of Riddick. Chronicles! The Christmas Chronicles of Riddick. Uh huh. So that'll be next week. Chronicles of Riddick. The week after that, Paul Walker in Brick Mansions. Yeah! And the week after that is the 4th of July. We got something a little fun in store for you. What is it? You want to know? Yeah, I'm curious. It's Pain and Gain, baby. Oh, fuck yeah! Nothing more American than Michael fucking Bay. We got Marky Mark. We got fucking The Rock. We got Anthony Mackie's there, too, for some reason. (laughs) For some reason. Rob Corddry in a pre-Ballers fucking meetup. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, fucking, what's her name? The Fat Girl. Rebel Wilson. Yeah, that one. We're letting out a rebel yell. hmm So that will be a blast in a fucking half, I goddamn hope. Fuck yeah. Alright. Till then <laughs> You gotta pump the iron. Until then, I myself have been Davis. I've been Chance. This has been Podfast and Pop Furious. Yeah. And we hope that uh, you tune in next time. And if not You probably turned off by all the mean horrible nasty things we said. Uh Uh-huh. Salute me familiar.